0: Three, two, one, zero. Hello, welcome
1: to episode one hundred and fifty-one: Traditional and Roth IRAs. Hey, Money Clan, a very warm welcome to the Chain of Wealth podcast. I'm your host Dennis O'Brien,
2: and I'm Katie Welsh.
1: All right, Katie. So, a really interesting topic, and we've had a ton of questions about this. So, traditional Roth IRAs. It's going to be a fun episode. Yeah. Yeah. So there's so there are other types of IRAs as well, which we're not going to be diving into in this episode in particular. We're going to focus on the two most popular IRAs and that's the traditional and the Roth. So it's a really cool topic. And I think a lot of people don't actually realize that they can be investing in stuff like this. And quite honestly, if you're not considering doing it, you're actually leaving money on the table. And you really should be considering, you know, like, how much should you actually be putting away? And only 8% of Americans actually contributes to IRAs. And that's a, that's a study conducted by the IRS. Only 8%? Only 8% of Americans contribute to an IRA. Oh now, my, people, that
2: is not very many. I
1: No, I it's, that, it's very small.
2: Yeah, I guess I've had my IRA for years and years and years.
1: Right, but we're guess- not did you contribute.
2: Okay, good point.
1: (laughs) Anyway, we're going to be chatting all about that today and a lot more. So before we dive right into our conversation, if you guys would like, we would love if you followed us on Instagram. That's Chain of Wealth on Instagram. All right, Kate, are we ready to dive right into today's episode? Yes. Awesome. Let's do it.
0: Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom
1: All right, Kate. So IRAs. Let's dive right into IRAs. So what does an IRA stand for, first off?
2: First, an IRA is an individual retirement agreement or arrangement. And it is exactly that. It's individual, something that you are sourcing out and looking into and investing in separately from like a job.
1: Right. But sometimes employers can contribute to IRAs as well. Yeah. So I, I guess it, it does just depend.
2: It, can, it depends on your place of employment.
1: Right. And, and a lot of places that don't necessarily have a 401k will have an IRA contribution that they may or may not do. So that's definitely something else that's on the table. So how is it different to a 401k then if this is an individual retirement arrangements? I'm getting a blank stare. Right, so the way that it's different is that a 401k has a set annual limit. An IRA can be taxed slightly differently. And also, it's over and above your 401k contribution. So as an example, for 2018, your 401k, um, your, your contribution limit was $18,500. And if you were to reach that, you could then look at maybe an IRA as an additional retirement fund that you're using.
2: So stop right there okay okay because i want to make sure i am completely understanding the difference between an ira and a 401k so basically you can have both and once you max one out you can kind of piggyback and keep saving with another correct yeah okay just want to make sure that i was there with
1: you right and it's kind of like a different way of saving and you can monitor it differently and you know today's going to be all about iras if you guys haven't listened to the last two um thursday episodes definitely go back and listen to them we're kind of diving into retirements at the moment so this is kind of a follow-on of those two episodes so yeah so let's chat with an iras what is an a roth or traditional ira
2: so like you said roth or traditional when you are talking to somebody about opening an ira the first thing they're going to say in just casual conversation oh is it Roth or is it traditional? So you're going to want to know the difference.
1: Yeah. And like most people, if, if you're like most people, you're going to have a blank look at your fa- on your face at this point And you think, well, I don't know. And you're going to think,
2: <laughs> why are you grilling at me? I thought I did a good thing. I opened an IRA. So yeah, get off my back.
1: Exactly. But
2: just so you know, there are two different main types. And one is traditional and one is Roth. Roth. Right. So traditional is text similarly to a 401k.
1: Correct. So the way that traditional works is the same way 401k, you will do this pre-tax. So typically what will happen is you'll say to your employer, all right, I have got this IRA account that I now want to contribute to. Please make a deposit into this account or whatever the case is. Your employer may actually offer you an account or Roth, Um, sorry, not a Roth, a traditional IRA account that, that you can already contribute to. Um, in which case the money is going to be pre-taxed because it doesn't actually hit your pocket. So it's going to get taxed the same way. You're going to sort of accumulate money and you're going to earn you know, interest on in all this. And when you eventually do withdraw, you will then get taxed on the traditional.
2: Okay. That makes sense.
1: Opposed to a Roth IRA, where think about if you've been paid your paycheck
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you take that money and you put it into a Roth IRA. Okay you've already been taxed on that money when you got paid it's right? Mm-hmm. So your employer would have withhold some money and then whatever you have left over is money that you can put towards a Roth IRA. You will then put that into a Roth IRA and any money that that Roth IRA makes will typically be tax-free as long as it's invested for a certain period of time and a whole bunch of other criteria, but typically it's tax-free.
2: Okay, and is there a minimum age where you're able to start withdrawing from it?
1: Uh, that is a really great question. Right. So, typically, once you turn 59 and a half, you can withdraw any amount from your IRA without without having to incur the 10% penalty. Okay. Yeah. So, like, typically, the way it works is depending on which option you fall under, you may or may not be able to contribute. And if you are in a higher income earning bracket, typically, a Roth IRA is actually unavailable to you. So if you are an individual, now I'm talking the 2018 numbers, so this is obviously going to be different for 2019. If you're an individual, the limit is about $130,000. So if you're earning more than $130,000, you're not going to be able to contribute to a Roth IRA. However, if you're married, that limit's a bit higher. I think it's about 199000 if I'm not mistaken.
2: I hate to tell you then, but I don't think we're going to have that problem this year.
1: No, we're not going to have that problem this year. <laughs> Now, something else that's quite cool is that you can actually contribute towards an IRA even after the financial year has ended.
2: Right. Because right now, people can still be contributing towards their 2018 IRA, even though we're halfway through February 2019.
1: That's correct. So, for this year, it's April 15th, 2019. So, you guys still listen to this episode before that date's actually come and gone. Therefore, you can actually still make contributions to last year's tax year and manage to either defer income or, sorry, defer your taxes or alternatively get taxed now on the money and stick it into an IRA for future um, tax savings.
2: So, just remember, don't file your tax return super early so you can take advantage of that little extra bit of time.
1: Yeah, correct. So, like, say you want to put that money into your traditional IRA and make it pre-tax, you can still do that, but you have to do it before you file your 2018 taxes.
2: Very interesting.
1: Yeah, no, it definitely is interesting. So speaking about IRAs, any idea what the sort of contribution limits are?
2: Yeah, so last year, the contribution limit was $5,500, and this year, it's going to be six thousand dollars
1: correct if you and
2: are under the age of 50
1: yeah i was just about to say so if you are over 50 the limit's actually a bit higher so this kind of favors people that are a little bit older and you, got you have maybe a, higher, a little bit
2: of a late start
1: no well yeah and they've got a little bit of catch up to do so if you got a little bit of catch up to do like when once you're over 55 is a great time you get an extra thousand dollars basically that you can start putting into your um iras so yeah the, the contribution deadline is april 15th so be sure to contribute for this tax year if well for last tax year if you do still want to um definitely a great thing to do so in terms of resources um so, in terms of resources, we actually have a friend, a David Wheeliver, over at Money Under 30. And he wrote quite a great article about this. And the article is actually titled Roth IRA or Traditional IRA. And, you know, like it kind of goes through which one you should choose. And depending on what situation you're in, um, you can kind of figure that out. But what he says that when you're in doubt you should choose the Roth IRA. And I tend to agree with him. The reason being is that you are taking the taxes now and by the time you retire, you're not going to get taxed again on that money.
2: Well, in the way that I have had, I have heard Roth IRAs explained is you get taxed now because there's less money to tax. So ultimately you're not paying as much in the long run
1: yeah and like one of the other things that's a big contributing factor as well is you're not in charge of setting the tax rates so if by the time you retire the tax rates have gotten way higher and say your income um, bracket is maybe at like 35 percent and right now it's at 25 percent and that's just how the government that was in time that they that's what they decided on you're going to pay a lot more tax so wouldn't you rather take the tax now when it's a little bit more certain? Definitely, better, something, definitely something to think about.
2: Better to get it over and done with.
1: Yeah, like to so rather <laughs> just bite the bullet, get, get tax on it, and then you can then sort of get that into tax-free. So you want to choose a provider that is sort of accredited to have a IRA account. And, you know, you can kind of do your research. There's a whole bunch of providers out there. Um,
2: so can you give a couple of examples as to who you can go through for your IRA?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. So a couple of the options, like I would say some of the bigger ones, like Fidelity is probably a good one. Um, but otherwise there's other places like Betterment, Ali Invest, there's a whole bunch of people you can go through. So okay. definitely like do your research and sort of see who's got the best rates and stuff like that. Cause very often with investments accounts, one of the things you don't want to miss out on, or one of the things you don't want to do is pay an insane amount of fees. And very often a lot of these financial service firms, they they make it look like such a great investment. What they don't tell you is that, yes, you're going to get 10% return, but they're taking 3% of it, you know? So and you
2: definitely still want to do your homework. Yeah, you when still you want are... to do your
1: homework and do a lot of research and sort of figure out who's a provider that you trust. And obviously going with a bigger name makes a, a, quite a lot of sense as well because, you know, they're well-known and they're not going to disappear with your money. <laughs> right, 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 right. Cool. Well, um, I'm not sure if you have any other questions or points you want to make with regards to IRAs.
2: No, I think that we really covered a lot of the main important things. You know, just if you are maxing out your 401k, don't don't stop and think, Okay, well, I did the max and I'm good. I'm done for the year. You're never done saving money. And, you know, if you are in that situation, that is a good problem to have and start looking at IRAs, whether Roth or traditional, whatever is going to suit your lifestyle better so you can keep setting yourself up for your financial future
1: yeah and also there are other types of iras as well so while these are the two most popular ones there are definitely other options out there which you may want to consider and sort of doing like a full circle back to last episode we spoke a little bit about how when you have a 401k you can do a rollover into an ira Mm -hmm. um and you know you can kind of roll it into like a traditional um IRA, in which case, it's basically the same from a tax perspective, because a traditional IRA is tax-deferred, so you're going to get taxed when you withdraw it, the same as your 401k. Um, However, you can do something called a backdoor Roth IRA, which is when you convert your 401k or a regular IRA into a backdoor, well, into a Roth IRA. And that, that is called a backdoor Roth IRA when you convert your 401k into a Roth IRA, and what that basically means is that you're going to pay taxes on your four oh one k or your traditional IRA when you do that conversion. So definitely make sure that you have sort of ha- that you have money like sort of left over to pay taxes on that money because it's all of a sudden going to become due. And even though you're not technically going to be seeing the money, you know you are still getting it taxed and that way you you're you're taking the tax hit now to save tax dollars in the future.
2: Hold on. So let me just.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah.
2: You really threw that one in and out of nowhere. I like, like to this
1: purple. You, you're like, yeah, we're done with the episode. And then I was like, oh, wait, hold on. This is really complicated thing you can do. <laughs>
2: so if you max out your 401k, you can roll it over into your traditional
1: IRA. no 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 so i'm talking about if you change like employers okay and you can then roll over that into an ira so if you do it into traditional it's the same thing because it's basically just saying well i have this money that's now in an ira and it's taxed the same as my 401k so everything's great however if you move it into a roth ira that's called a backdoor roth ira which is basically saying take my 401k tax me on it now so that i pay less tax dollars in the future
2: okay and that's if you're changing jobs
1: yeah like if you're changing jobs because you're going to stop doing your contributions to it and it's just basically a conversion of a traditional ira or your 401k into a roth ira
2: okay in just to make sure because when you call it a a backdoor yeah this sounds a little sketchy.
1: <laughs> it does sound a little bit sketchy, This is it? completely
2: <laughs> legal, right?
1: Yeah, this is completely legal and you're fully entitled of it. It's just a suit. little bit
2: more intent.
1: Right, exactly. Okay. And, you know, like, like, you're not dodging taxes or anything weird by doing this. You will need to pay taxes on this money on anything that hasn't already been taxed. So you're basically just taking a tax hit now instead of doing it later. So in times when the tax... Um, you know the, the tax tables are in your favor you may want to do something like this to sort of take advantage of good tax policies okay cool well i think that's everything i want to discuss in this episode unless you have anything else
2: no that'll be it all right <laughs>
1: <laughs> well we'll catch you guys next time on another episode of chain of wealth